What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to On the Hill. It is so good to be back. We have been through it trying to get the new pod season going, but uh, it's it's taking a toll on our brains, on our on our technology minds to try and figure out how to do this because we are making upgrades in the sound department, hopefully. Um, but that's a story for another time. Fellas, how are we doing? Man, we're here. I mean, man always overcomes machine. Some technical difficulties can't stop us. But we're back. It's been way too long. We miss you guys. Um, summer's coming to an end, but that means football's back. Fall sports are back. We're back. Can't wait to get rolling. Let's do this. Yeah, boys, I'm fired up. Super excited to be here. You know, it's always fun recording on the pod. You know, we're fired up. We're jazzed, as I like to say. Uh, a lot happened over, over our hiatus. Uh, it was a nice little break. But we're going to bring it to you best we can, fast as we can, uh, and get rolling right into this new season of the pod, new season of sports. Uh, it has been a bear to try and get this new, get this new, new episode and season going with the technology issues. But we figured it out because we're smart college students. Let's get into it, boys. Have we figured it out is the real question. I guess we'll find out after this episode. But – um, let's talk about what our new season is going to look like. So I think what we're going to try and do is every Friday have an episode come out about 15 minutes um, for a little update preview for the for the weekend sports, mainly football, um, especially the Clemson football game, NFL sneak in there too. Um, and then on Monday, we'll have our full-length episode like normal, um, recapping the weekend, recapping all the sports, giving us the full or giving you all the full breakdown, and uh, and it'll just kind of be a revolving door like that. So with all due excitement – Let's get into it, Colin. Start us with your Olympics that happened over the summer. Yeah, that was definitely one of the most exciting things for me to happen over the summer. Uh, you know, with it getting postponed because of COVID, uh, it was really nice to just finally get back in the swing of things, in a sense, and have the Olympics take place. You know, the whole world coming together uh, for, for a couple of weeks. Um, Paralympics are going on right now, so the world is still coming together. Uh, shout out all the Paralympic athletes out there grinding, uh, working hard. Um, a big Olympics for the United States. Brought them a lot of medals. Uh, we saw a lot of records broken. Um, Allison Felix becomes the most decorated American track and field athlete of all time, winning her 12th medal, I believe. Um, so that's exciting. Saw some crazy stuff. Uh, in other sports, uh, Caleb Dressler continues to dominate swimming. Uh, the U.S. balled out in shooting, uh, just some some of the stuff off the top of the dome. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, looking forward to Paris in three years now. Uh, unfortunately, there weren't fans, but, you know, we had the Olympics. It happened. It's done. Thank God Clemson – not Clemson. Thank God USA basketball pulled it out, dude. Yeah, it wasn't a good, wasn't a good look, uh, to be honest with you there at the start. But – they came home with gold, so that's all that matters. Yep, they got the gold, gold, gold medal around their neck coming home, uh, su- shutting up all the haters, all the doubters. So that's good to see. Jack, any Olympic talk from you? I mean, technically, we won the Olympics, right? I mean, U.S. had the most medals, most gold medals. I believe we so. did bring home the most medals. Olympics. I mean, we're the greatest country in the world. I, I say yes. That's about the most. Some, some others would debate that, maybe, but hey, we won. That's all that matters. That's the best analysis you can give, right there. Um, speaking of basketball, though. Giannis has brought home a championship to Milwaukee. Um, very well-deserved for the Greek freak. It's about the only person bringing home championships to Wisconsin. Oof. Oof. 
You're, you're taking some a some self some some self hate right here. <laughs> yeah, take, you're taking down your own Packers right there. But uh, Giannis, what what was it, Jack? Fifty piece. Nice fifty piece. I mean, happy for Giannis. Feel a little bit bad for Chris Paul. But, I mean, the Bucks were. Good. I don't feel bad for Chris Paul. Oh wow. Everyone quit. Everyone quit saying he deserves to win because he's been in the league for a hundred years. He's washed. He's an old bum. Retire. Retire, you bum. Well, that was if there's any shot you hear this, hot retire. Take. Spicy hot take. But, uh, but hey, this thing that came out of this, we got a new meal at Chick-fil-A. The Giannis meal. 50-piece with a half Sprite, half lemonade. Sounds pretty good. Chick-fil-A worker didn't even know who he was, bro. He's like, oh, this nice man wants some 50 nuggets. <laughs> Colin, bro. You really hate Chris Paul that much? It's not that like I hate Chris Paul, but like... You just called him a bum. A that was a lot. You kind of just called out. I, I'm, ti- I'm tired. I'm tired of people saying that he deserves championship. Did, did I, I just saw no one deserves shit in the NBA. I was so bad for someone. Work else. for it. You didn't win. You don't deserve shit. I mean, I, I, I those I, words just never came out of my mouth. Okay. I wasn't saying you said them. I said people said them. People, people, yeah. Always the generalized people. All right. Well, you know, spicy hot takes starting off the pot there from Colin. <laughs> hey, hey, we're here to bring content. Unlike Max Kellerman, I'm not getting fired rip, from my rip. job. So. Going on, what, Jay Zubin now, that terrible show? Yes, that is. Where he belongs. Talk about a bum. First take Talk is, about a bum. First take is in absolute shambles right now. ESPN is in shambles. The fall of ESPN is coming. The fall oh. of ESPN has already started. Hey, I don't know, though. Did y'all see they filed for their own sports book? They were working with Caesars and DraftKings trying to get a three. No one used that sports book. I'm telling you right now. Let, let that thing go under. <laughs> those those lines will probably be so bad. It's through DraftKings and Caesars. So it'd be, it would just be through a through a regular sports book. Like ESPN, of course, would just hop on other sports books, not make their own. Like Barstool, innovation. But yeah, ESPN's downfall is so ESPN's in a bad spot right now with the, all the Rachel, Rachel Nichols situation. Too. Hey, are we taking ESPN over? Like, are we on our way to taking ESPN over right now? I mean, hey, put us on a 30-minute segment on ESPN. Pay us some, like, a couple Shoot. million a year. The, the, amount of, the amount of times they replay a Packer and Durham episode every day on ATC Network, throw us on there, man. Give us a give us an hour segment. <laughs> Do we have enough sports to talk about for an hour on this podcast? Or are we just getting- I mean, we always set out for, like, a little half-hour episode, and it always turns out to be an hour long, so – we can do it. We can fill the air, Tom. I mean, it's better than watching Packer and Durham reruns. I guess you're probably right. They, they replay it like three or four times a day. Yeah. See, the ACC network without football season is just so – and basketball season is just so dry. That or, like, they do, like, the team takeover on the ACC network where they show, like, a replay from their sports teams. That's very true. Um, Colin, you, you mentioned your Packers. Um, you, you said how they didn't bring a championship home, but they did bring your quarterback back for another year. Well, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, let's, let's not get started on that. I, I got a lot of words. After a nice little uh, hiatus in Hawaii, and, uh, growing his hair out, make, makes himself look like a drug guy, but he's probably not a drug guy because Aaron Rodgers is just Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers can I, I, I think guy. I think you meant to say Aaron Rodgers is the Lions' daddy. So that's what that's what you meant to say. Um, I, mean, I mean, I don't know to say that, honestly. <laughs> Uh, okay, he beats us all the time. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, <laughs> hate that guy. Jack, I'm so sorry. I did. I did not bring that up. That was not me bringing it up for once. Yeah. Anytime I try to just like have a little slander against Aaron Rodgers, Colin just brings up the lines and like nothing I can do about that. <laughs> I, I could. I can make fun of Aaron Rodgers about how he should just quit football and be a Jeopardy host because he's better at that than being a quarterback. But 
talking talking about scandal jeopardy apparently there's some scandal with the jeopardy hosting gig i didn't read the article but the headlines didn't the executive producer just give himself the job i guess maybe. Yo, that's yeah. yo that's a little it's kind of what, what a great promotion just promoting yourself <laughs> i am the host <laughs> that oh my gosh um Jack, we are talking about your now. We have to give a quick shout out to James Piot, Piot, something of the sort. Piot, it could be any of those three. Piot, um, you know, U.S. amateur champion, I believe it was, coming out of Michigan State. Shout out to Rick Woods. He requested we give a special shout out to James. Um, so congratulations to James, and we wish him all the best of luck in the future. Um, hopefully, he makes the tour one day. I mean, hey, Masters up next. It's going to look good in green. What can I say? He already does look good in green, doesn't he? I mean, hey, green jacket, Spartan green, little block S pin on the green jacket. Come on. Yeah, if they put a block S on that green jacket, I'll uh, I'll never watch the Masters again. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that one. That would be an absolute ruin of the, of the green jacket. It's just not even the same green. It is a very different green. But. Um. We were talking about ESPN going downhill. Oh, hang on. Live alert. We do live sports here on the podcast. Bleacher Report has, Ooh, just, live sports. Just has reported that T-Law has picked apart the Cowboys defense in his first drive. Such an unnecessary. 62 yards and a touchdown in the final preseason game. Is T-Law going to be the MVP this year? Maybe. Hey, all we, had to do, we had to get Minshew out of there. Let, let Trevor focus and Tebow. Yeah, that just completely changed the segment. But now we got to talk about T- Travis. Yeah, speaking speaking of Clemson players on the Jaguars, Travis Etienne's season is over. Uh, RIP in peace. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not. It appears it is over. It's, just it, it's done. Which is which is incredible. Way to go, Urban. Um, you know this this week we've seen a lot. Of NFL running backs go down in the preseason. Dobbins on that list. Hope you haven't had your fantasy draft already. Uh, rookie mistake if you have. You rookie mistake. Way too early to have a fantasy draft. That's gonna be week of the first game. That's an amateur move if you drafted now or before now. Um, but I don't really want to bring that a situation any further. But the Liz Frank fracture or tear of the ligament that Travis Etienne had. Um, I was talking to a doctor the other day. Very, very good doctor. He says that Travis Etienne will never play another down of football again, boys. Whoa. Well, why, why do you got to do that to me right now? I know. I didn't want to say all it, emotional now. But it's a – he said that the Liz Frank joint – so basically that's the part – you know, you took anatomy, right, Jack? Yeah. So it Refresh me. Next, the, where the ankle bone starts on the back half of the foot, like towards your ankle, obviously, um, to the – part where the bones of the toes separate. So like they go into five different bones into the toes and that joint right there in the middle of them connecting them is the part that he tore. And it takes, I think he said at least two screws and a rod in surgery. Um, So he's definitely not going to play this year and all that cutting he does on a foot. I'd be very surprised if he is ever the same again, which is probably one of the worst news. Some of the worst news I've ever heard considering that Travis Etienne was beloved his past four years here at Clemson. Hear me out. Hear me out. We amputate, get all of his best engineers, make a super robotic leg, get him back in football. Hot take. I mean, if this doesn't work, then you might have a, you might have a point. We're an engineering school. Surely we could figure something out. Do you think that Travis was man out? Or even just like a, a good, like a significant brace. Clemson engineering department. Hit me up. 
do we think that Travis would agree to amputation? <laughs> Let's get back on track. Help us. This is a bit. This is a bit far fetched. Let's uh, let's reel it back in and get talk about some more upbeat stuff. Uh, uh, Travis, hope, hope you yeah, get better. You know, what, Travis, yes, please get better. Best, buddy. We we hope you can get back out there soon. We 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 would love to see you on the field sharing it with Trevor Lawrence again. Um, but let's let's stick with Clemson football. Game day is in Charlotte next week. We will have a preview episode this Friday. Um, but game day obviously announced they were going to Charlotte. You have to number five versus number three in the AP poll. Really looking forward to that game. We want to say any quick words before we before we move on about the game. No, I think I'm going to save it for uh, Friday. Friday episode. All right. Oh, yeah, I'll save it too. Sounds good. But we just got to mention that you know we have we have game day down there as expected. Hey, while we're while we're on Clemson sports, uh, Clemson men's and women's soccer are back in action. The other football. Uh, shout out to them. They. Appear to have picked up right where they left off last year, off to a hot start. Uh, so we're excited for that. I uh, got some big things coming uh, in regards to having guests on the on the show. Uh, shout out to Hensley uh, on last season coming on the women's goalkeeper. Uh, so yeah, fired up. Double excited double about that. Give a little tease. You naughty, naughty. Just dropped it in there. Oh, just a little, just a little one. I like it though. I like it. Yeah. Shout out Clemson men's and women's soccer. I'm sure we'll do our hill rundown segment. I think every Friday is what we're planning on. Um, just kind of lump it with the college football or the Clemson game preview. Um, so that, that'll work out pretty well there. Uh, the SEC is transforming, fellas. College football. College, college athletics are transforming. Super conferences back. We haven't talked since uh, the NIL rule came out, Colin. Yeah, exciting time for athletes. They can uh, profit off their name, make a little bit of money with some advertisements. Uh, you know, obviously it's not pay for play. The school's, the school's not – not giving them any more compensation uh, aside from what they already get, uh, scholarship, books, gear, all that fun stuff. Um, but they can uh, be in ads and be sponsored by all sorts of brands, uh, no alcohol or gambling uh, companies. Ooh, ooh. And it just kind of depends on the state. Uh, so for South Carolina, that's the rule. Yeah. Um, and depends on the school. Some local, uh, some local signees, uh, DJ has signed with, uh, Bo Jangles and Dr. Pepper, two good companies to sign with. I'm, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, since we've been gone, we planned on recording last week and dropping an episode last week, but I'm kind of glad we didn't because we, we were going to talk about Messi moving to PSG. Now the best two players in world soccer have been moved from their teams. Messi is at PSG um, after a very long career at Barcelona. And Ronaldo, um, whoever you believe is better, you can choose whoever. Ronaldo is now back at home at Manchester United in the Premier League. I um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to those two guys because obviously they're the best soccer players in the world, football players in the world. Uh, a lot of movement going on there. Going to be fun to be able to watch Ronaldo play some soccer, though, because, you know, we get the Premier League here in, uh, in, in the U.S. They're only five hours ahead in England, so – going to be fun to see Ronaldo tear up the Premier League, except when he plays Chelsea, they'll lose to Chelsea. Um, champions, of the, champions of the world, by the way. Just have to throw that in there. Super Cup champions as well. So no one cares. Arsenal no lost cares. 5 nothing yesterday. Just had to throw that in there as well. No one cares. No one yeah, cares. See that. The, look, we're trying to bring relevant news, not just – Oh, all of this is relevant news. Waste of, waste of time. Is Arsenal – is Arsenal waste of time, Colin? Yes. It is. Our take is going to be fired by the end of the week. So, uh, let's let's bring it back to the football we were talking about, though. Um, 
Texas and Oklahoma, SEC, ACC, Big 10, and Pac-12 Alliance. Initial thoughts right now, go. Uh, about time. Uh, the NCAA is garbage. They don't know what they're doing. Facts, uh, facts, facts, facts. And uh, now that I'm no longer a student athlete, I can slander them as much as I want. Um, horrible, horrible organization. Uh, mishandles just about anything and everything they do uh, and, and have control over. Um, so it's about time. The NCAA is on the downfall. Uh, I think we'll see the what was Power 5 at one point. We'll see a group of money-making uh, teams apart and then make their own organization and run themselves. Colin, ESPN or NCAA, who falls harder, faster? Uh, downfall of ESPN has been very slow. Uh, the downfall of the NCAA has been very overdue, long overdue. Okay. Uh, so I think the, the more severe one is going to be the NCAA. All right. Jack, would you like to follow up those takes? I mean, he spoke facts. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong about that. Uh, but I, I don't like seeing – teams just making these super conferences. I, mean, I, li- I like seeing the alliances. I think that's maybe a better way to put it, just to get those good conference matchups going. But, I mean, having Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC it just it feels wrong. It feels yeah, like but the Big 12's irrelevant. Like, think about it. it rip the Big that 12. Might be, rip the Big that 12. might be one of the most irrelevant football conferences. I mean, when, I mean, when you have the same conference champ in Oklahoma year after year, I mean, it's just not competitive. I mean, I, I could see. We sound pretty hypocritical right now, guys. I mean, yeah, we really do. <laughs> but, but we're Clemson fans, so, you know, we can be biased. I'm, yeah, I'm more on the board with Texas and Oklahoma. I just, having them in the SEC just doesn't feel right. It feels wrong. If, if they had gone to the Big Ten, would you would you be saying, or the, or the ACC or the Pac-12 for that matter? Again, it just it doesn't feel right. Like, imagine going to a Texas-Oklahoma game and people are chanting SEC in the crowd. That, that's not right. It just feels dirty. It feels wrong. Yeah, but at least Oklahoma can do horns down in the SEC. Oh, I hope every SEC team just horns down the hell out of Texas. That's the softest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Speaking of soft, football is going soft. All of football. No taunting in the NFL, cracking down on that. Yeah, that's uh, yes. weak. Weak. Roger Goodell, weak. Feeble man. He is a feeble, feeble man. But uh, anyways, right in the back end. I do think it will be really fun to see, like, I don't know, Clemson play like Penn State. In a wide no, the, the the alliance matchups, I think that's a way better way to because I still I like you know the conferences. Like, there's a lot of history there, a lot of rivalries. But having these like conference alliances getting matchups that we don't normally see, like Clemson, Michigan, or or USC or Southern Cal or the real USC uh, playing LSU, um, we, we we're gonna see fun matchups for the next couple of years, and I really like it. So hey Jack, well, when Clemson plays Michigan State, who are you rooting for? Oh my god. I mean, I have to go to my school, but I'm going to hide, hide in a bunker. You're going to hide in a bunker? And uh, not come out for a while. <laughs> so, would you brag to your dad if Clemson won by 40, or would you brag to us if Michigan State won by 30? I think it would be silent to you guys and probably silent to my dad. I think I, I, I like uh, uh, having a stable relationship with my father, and I think if I said anything, I might uh, get taken out of the will. But uh, That's all you care about? No, it's not all I care about. I care about the love section of my father as well. Okay. But I also like being in the will. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, much like I enjoy watching the Packers and Lions play twice a year, I would love to see Clemson and Michigan State play. I'd love 
and to hang up a little little 75 piece on them. I mean, it's a rock and a hard place. Like, of course, I wouldn't be upset if Clemson won uh, 75 nothing. But a little part of me would be hurt if Michigan State lost. I mean, that's a team I grew up watching. I was I mean, a fan of them for 18 years. I wasn't a Clemson fan for, what, four, three, four. But, but my, my love for my school overcomes that. I would root for Clemson. You know who I really think hurt from uh, Texas and Oklahoma leaving? What's Virginia? They're in a bad spot. Yeah. Virginia, Baylor, teams that like used to be relevant. Texas Tech. Oh, Oklahoma State really suffers. I did see that the, the Big 12s looked at BYU, which I mean. Storm and Mormons. Hey, bring Storm and Mormons. Love it. I'd love to see the Storm and Mormons in the Big 12. That'd be fun. Um, quick shout out to Mississippi State for winning the College World Series. That happened when we were gone as well. Um, right after we took our, we started our break. College World Series started. So, yeah, not very great time from us, but it is what it is. Glad to be back now, of course. Um, shout out Mississippi State. Go Cowbells. Um, quick little piece of news from Arkansas. Before I left Tyson, I think I've told you all this, but the podcast. Oh, oh you, you were at Tyson? Oh. Before I left Tyson. Five million times. From my co-op. Yes, okay, Jack, thank you. What, did they get their second stoplight in the whole state? No, they only use traffic circles there, man. And the cows, like, the cows like run the traffic circle, so like they hold you up. They like make you yield if someone's coming. So like, oh, not funny, bro. You're the one saying second stop lines. Anyways, Tyson CEO met him the uh, second day before I left, and he is a fan of Dabo Sweeney, big fan of Dabo Sweeney. So I thought that was important. Just just wanted you guys to know that. Now can we move on to a topic before you? It's so irrelevant. So irrelevant. <laughs> well. Um, I thought it was relevant, so I brought it up, Colin. You know what else I think is relevant? How hot the Braves are. Oh, my gosh. Should we just end the podcast now? I mean, we're falling asleep over here. <laughs> Shout out Braves for going really hot there and then losing two games to the Yankees. Um, I'm sorry, Ronald Acuna. I, God, there's two people I wish could just get instantly better. It would be Travis Etienne and Ronald Acuna Jr. Anything from you guys? Nothing? Nothing? No. Okay. I mean, hey, the, uh, well, I'll talk about my Tigers. Miggy, Miggy going for 500. He's, at five, he's already at 501. Screw it. I'll just keep going. But uh, legend of the game, Hall of Famer. So yeah, awesome. I, I saw uh, – I watched the interview with, with him the other day. They cracked up. The, the reporter goes – I think this is on ESPN. The reporter was interviewing him, and he, she was like, you have two years on your contract left. Uh, you think you can – she was like – she was like, how long do you think you can keep playing? You know, trying to bait him into saying, "Oh, I can play for, for a long, lot more, lot more time." Uh, and he goes, "Yeah, I got a two years on my contract. Everything hurts. Two years." <laughs> you know, the, gotta get that money, man. Hey, is five hundred and one the most irrelevant home run you hit in your career? I love. I love how it was literally like the next day. He's like, "Screw it, I'm just gonna keep hitting home runs." Like, you're supposed to do stop? No, I'm not saying you're supposed to stop. But yeah, like, Clark. Yeah, that. Clark. What do you want him to do, man? Just stop at 500? No, but getting like, to 3,000 hits too. He's like 49 or 48 or whatever. Yeah, he does need to. So I guess getting to 3,000 is gonna be important. So any hit there is good. But like, all the excitement and like elation, is that a word? All the excitement um, that comes from hitting 500, and then the next day you just hit 501. You're just like, oh, just another day at the office, but. Hey, ride that one. He it's bombs. All right, you know what? Fine. Miguel Cabrera. Um, college football started yesterday, boys. 
Nebraska, Illinois, probably one of the worst football games we could have gotten, but it was college football. Lee Corso is 0-1 in his headgear picks already this year, so hopefully he chooses Georgia next week. I think he will. Um, Jack, any, you were you were 6-0 yesterday. 6-0 on my picks. I mean, did pretty good. I mean, electric college football Saturday just felt so good to turn on my TV and see football. Uh, Nebraska, Illinois, a classic, absolutely classic Big Ten matchup. I love how the first points of our season were a safety off of a punt return, which he caught at the two-yard two line, runs backwards, gets tackled, and tries to throw it forwards to his teammate. I mean, that's just – that ain't Big Ten football right there. Beautiful. But I'll also shout out former teammate of Colin and I's, uh, Taylor Lacey, uh, number 32 for Illinois. He earned a scholarship this past summer, walked on. Saw him on the field, played some special teams. Um, just got, got, got to shout him out. It's our boy, Taylor. Got a little action in on the, on the ground yesterday. Um, two more quick things, and then Connor, did you just spit your spit your fact out? We'll wrap up the show because it's a shorter episode today. Let's do it. Um, Keon Saab and Dalen Everett going to be Clemson Tigers. Big pickups there. Happy for those guys. Can't wait to walk on here. And we talked about ESPN's downfall multiple times in this episode, but Eli and Peyton are going to be on Monday Night Football. I think that's going to be really fun. They're going to be the announcers for Monday Night Football. I mean, they're just going to bicker in, in the booth. Do you think they'll actually call the game and they're just going to bicker all night? Ah, I think they'll do their, their job very professionally. Which one gets the play-by-play? That's what I want to know. Do I want to Eli or do I want to hear Peyton? No, no, Peyton needs to be the color analyst. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton's going to break down each play. Eli just needs to keep it simple or else he's going to say something dumb. Exactly. He just needs to say that J.K. Do- – well, not J.K. Dobbins. He's hurt. He just needs to say just that Saquon Barkley uh, took it up the middle for 17 yards for a nice gain. And then Peyton Manning will give us some nice comments about the play. But I think back to back to Clemson recruiting for a second. Okay. Yeah, so our, our secondary is looking great. But we had a huge miss on Travis Shaw, five star D lineman, committed to UNC. That one hurts a little bit. And I, I hate seeing like good players going to other ACC rivals. But I think we've had a good recruiting uh, season. I think that was done well. We got Kate Klubnik too. Uh, excited to see what this class holds. But the Travis Shaw miss, that one hurt. That one hurt a little bit. Um, but as I said, we're going to keep it a little bit shorter today. We just want to make sure that we got all the technical difficulties sorted out. Um, and we will definitely be back on Friday for our first college football preview show. Boys, let's go. I am so let's ready for football. Go. Charlotte, here we come. It is time. But before we get there, let's say some last words. And I'll throw it to Colin first because I know he's got a burning fun fact to tell us this week because that's Colin's thing. Yeah, I'll give you guys a little fun fact. Uh, you know, hit the hit the the books hard finding this one. Had a little Chipotle for lunch today, uh, so it, it it inspired the the mood. Chipotle, can you guess how many pounds of avocados they use per day? Per day? Yes. How many Chipotle stores are in the world? Do you know? No idea. This is like every store in America. How many? Like Chipotle as an enterprise. Okay, can we at least all of Chipotle? You at least how much an avocado weighs? Like, what's an average avocado weight? I don't know. Pounds of avocado, Jack. What are we thinking here? I'm going two tons of avocado. Forty? No, that's close. Uh, Back it up. Four thousand pounds. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go higher than that. I'm actually gonna say. 9,217. 
That's Those of you specific. are horribly wrong. I feel like it's way higher. Horribly, horribly it's wrong. Like Ninety-seven thousand pounds <laughs> wow. of avocados per day. Can you guess how many avocados go into one single batch of guacamole? I don't know what a batch of guacamole is. I'm going to say, say seventy-five. Sixty. Split the difference. Ah, uh, no, right. yeah. that's good. We were, hey, we were much closer. No, way closer on that one. Did you just say ninety-seven thousand pounds of avocados per day? Per day. That's how many per week? What's that time? Ninety-seven. That's almost seven seven hundred thousand pounds of avocados per week. That yeah, heck no. I don't even want to calculate the yearly avocado number. That's just that's too much math. That's crazy. That is mm. that's painful to think about. But shout out farmers, man. Yeah, shout out farmers. That's some good work. Yeah, shout out Arkansas. They have some farmers. All right, last words, Jack. What you got for us? Well, it's been fun. Uh, glad to be back. It's been way too long. Hopefully, we get this thing rolling. Excited for next weekend in Charlotte. Boots on the ground. Me and Clark will be there. Colin, maybe. We're going to have a good time. Uh, excited to see the fans out there. Excited, excited to see a game with full capacity. Uh, just can't wait. Can't wait to get rolling. Can't wait for football. God, I love football. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. If you've made it this far, uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, we are fired up and jazz excited to be back. Um, so we're going to get into it, keep bringing the energy and intensity uh, throughout the year, especially fired up for these little Friday uh, college game day or college football preview shows that we're going to give a little go at, see how well that works out. Uh, but, again, thank you guys for listening. If you don't follow us, follow us on Instagram at On The Hill Podcast. Uh, we love you guys, and Mark, I'll throw it over to you. As you could tell, we were probably a little rushy going around to literally every topic. We had no basis for the show. We just wanted to say hello again, and we want to uh, just just give you a warm welcome back to the pod. It was great being back on here. We cannot wait for Charlotte next week. If you see us around campus, say hello. We're going to be posted up somewhere. We might be talking to y'all, trying to get some content for – for our Instagram page, for our TikTok page. Um, go follow us if you don't already. Um, we really appreciate the listen if you've made it this far. And we will see you all Friday. Um, peace out. Love you guys.